building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today is an episode I'm really pumped for. Well, I'm pumped because I already recorded it and it's such a freaking good conversation. I'm talking to Ike Winter, who is a professional artist. Actually, he was a musician turned business owner, turned artist, turned dream maker. I guess you'll learn more about what that means in the episode. But we're talking about following your passion and figuring out how to turn passion into work and money and just his mindset and the way that he approaches life and makes decisions is so cool. It's so cool. You will walk away inspired. So definitely stay tuned and thank you for joining me. So you went from 10 years as a musician to owning a demolition and sanitization company. I practiced saying that word because I was like, I'm going to screw that up, by the way. It's a tough one. To being a full-time artist, to traveling the country with the Dream Machine Foundation and making people's dreams come true. To a lot of people, even making one of those shifts is like a life-changing, you know, like we do this one time in, in our entire lives. This is probably a huge question, but tell me... Like, how did, how did all of that happen? There, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. Um, the definition of luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And, and I love that definition. And I think it plays so much into people's lives without them realizing it. Um, cause a lot of people could look at me working for the dream machine foundation or me stumbling upon being an artist as lucky, but really it's a lot of me um, preparing myself in life for those opportunities to come up. And when they do, I don't hold anything back to say yes, because I know sometimes this is the once in a lifetime opportunity to do this, like to start a business with my brother, which truly like the timing had to be so perfect for that. And then to be an artist, the timing again was so perfect. And then to work for Charlie. But at the end of the day, like it was me preparing on the back end. Um, with a lot of things in life and constantly working on myself, working on my skills and really knowing myself at the end of the day, what I enjoyed and what I like to do. So when those life opportunities present themselves, you're not scared to say no. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, like if I pivot and go do this for a little bit, I have nothing really to lose, but so much to gain. And even if I only do it for six months or, or I end up doing it for 10 years, like I'm going to get so much more out of that experience. And at the end of the day, you're going to be like, Hey, I did that. And it might not have worked out for me in the end, but it really did work out for me in the end, you know? Talk to me about your decision-making process when you're taking big risks. I think it's, I probably should put a little bit more thought or consideration into it. Cause now when you say that, I'm like thinking about the big decisions I made. I mean, I had a multi-million dollar family business and my mom was my employee. My brother was my business partner. I had 94 employees at one point and I literally on a Sunday night 
I was just like, I was, it was, it was August 23rd, 2021. I remember it was like five o'clock at night. I was cutting wood. I'm like, I was selling enough pieces. I was like, this makes me so happy. I'm only doing it on nights and weekends. I was like, I should just do this day to day. And I call my, my buddy, Steve, who was kind of like, he's, he's one of those friends, like out of your life, but also in your life who has a, uh, out of, um, context perspective. I was like, I think I'm going to quit my business and move to Minneapolis and do art. And he's like, really? I'm like, I'm just feeling it. So literally a week, a week later, I kind of sat down my, my mom and my brother. I was like, I'm leaving. I was like, I'm going to do art. My, this business was my dream and my whole life goal to have this business with my brother. Then we had it for five years. And, um, I think the world of COVID changed a lot of people's perspective on change because the, before COVID, the guarantee was you could stick with a company for 20, 30 years. And there's very few things that could affect your outcome of not staying there forever. And then COVID happened and everyone's life changed. My biggest thing is like, I've always said this, if the definition of success is, are you waking up happy every day? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's gonna be tough days at work and challenging things in life, but overall, if you're not waking up stoked on the life you're about to live today, more days are not, you should probably consider a change. And I know it's a luxury to, to think like that. And not everyone is in the scenario to just up and change. But um, I think you should be asking yourself that question more often than not and consider weighing out your options to take a step back from maybe the luxuries you have in life of a nice house or a nice apartment. And if you have to go back to a place with, less amenities and, and less, um, you, you know, you're living off of less, but it's going to expel your future into being happier in a different career, but you have less money, if you will, to have things that you don't even necessarily need or want. Like people don't talk like that. And I think that that's something you should consider. Do I take, you know, a few steps back to propel, propel myself forward eight months from now? Like if I, if I get rid of these three things, I could then work on myself, work on my career, work on whatever to then eight months from now, two years from now, five years from now, have something that like I can only dream of. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, so when you just said, am I waking up happy every day? I was thinking about, uh, when I started making vision boards, it was all about achievement, like about the things that I wanted and the things that I was going to achieve in life and the vacations and whatever. And I was looking at the one that I made for this year and it's all about like getting out of the day-to-day BS and being happy and how can I be, it's like, it has a phrase about how optimists make more, make more money. And they are like, you know, there's so many different benefits just from being an optimist and being positive and how important all of that has become in my life versus, you know, the things that I thought I wanted, like the awards or the accolades of how big a company gets or revenue milestones or whatever it is and it's like at some point you realize you don't totally you don't need that stuff to be happy and i think you and i can speak on it because we we've gone to that mentality and then we get there and we're like oh we're not happy like it's so i think i think every single person on this earth falls susceptible to if i just had this award if my business was doing x revenue if i had x amount of followers or a blue check mark um you know, I think everyone falls susceptible to, if I get that, then I'll be happy, which is a hundred percent not the case. And, and, and I, we're here to tell you that 
you know, finding fulfillment in the journey and finding more about self-discovery and the things you want personally, like your day-to-day is so much more important because your life is not your two to three week vacation to Bali once a year. Your life is what are you waking up to on Monday morning and do you get the Sunday scaries and how does, you know, how does Friday afternoon feel? If you're like begging for the weekend, like, I don't care how much money you make in your job throughout the week. Like, you just predicating your life on a two-week vacation or the big house you're going to buy or whatever, like those things are not going to make you happy. It's truly, what are you doing Monday through Friday? And do you like that lifestyle? Do you like what you're waking up to on an ordinary week of the year? And it looks different for everyone. And you have to be self-aware to dictate what those things are. And I think what you mentioned is like the vision board of what do you want your year to look like? And breaking that down, because what you wanted four years ago is not what you wanted this year. Mm-hmm. And I know, and like, I know that, and same with me, like, I think it's people important for people to look back on their weeks, their days, their weeks, their months, and be like, all right, what did I enjoy about this week? What did I not enjoy? Can I change this? How am I going to change it in the future? And there's some uncontrollables, but year after year, all right, what did I do this year that I really enjoyed? How do I change it for next year? Like reevaluating yourself and busting out a whiteboard is like, honestly, one of the most life-changing, helpful things you can do and just start mapping it out and act like you're giving a presentation. It's literally like going to therapy for yourself. You're just going to figure out so many things about the way you're living and, and making all these minor adjustments day after day so that it makes a big adjustment uh, a month or a year from now. Yeah. Absolutely. And that I would say goes directly into my next question, which is work and passion. And uh, it's funny because I think a lot of people think that passion happens outside of work. Like you just said, they're living for the vacation or um, a lot of people who are really into art or really talented, it becomes a hobby or like a a passion project or a side hustle versus it being their full-time thing. Talk to me about like what's your best advice for how to turn what you're passionate about into a job or it could go the other way how do you bring passion into what you're doing every day i think i have a very niche perspective on this i refuse to do anything in life as a career that i'm not insanely passionate about like looking back on it music absolutely loved it did not want to do anything else even my junk mobile company that was a multi-million dollar company with my brother, I I literally could not sleep some night thinking about going to work the next day because I was so excited to go clean out this old abandoned warehouse or this person's house. And it was a treasure hunt for me. It was a kid in a candy store every single day. And I loved antiquing. I loved the the weird nuances of reselling things and finding ways to to keep things out of the landfill. I loved so many aspects of junk mobile. I love the environmental aspect. I love you know, it was a multi-million dollar business, but I cared about like, if I could find something in somebody's house and find an obscure way to sell it and make 50 bucks, like that was cooler than landing a $20,000 bid to me. Like I was so passionate about the weirdest things with it. Um, so with me, I don't think, you know, it's tough. I, I'm not going to advocate for bringing passion into a dull job, but you can bring optimism and your attitude and a sense of perspective and gratitude into whatever you're doing in life. But yeah, I think at the other day, if you can't control your environment of truly knowing what your passion is and turning it into dollars, because that is a skill. Um, 
there are more ways now, thankfully, to YouTube and to content, to so many things. You can be passionate about like ant farms and, you know, you can truly make a living on YouTube talking about it. Not everyone has that opportunity because you have to have like videography, you have to have editing skills, you have to be personable, you have to be all these things. But um, there are more opportunities to for people to turn their passions into a career. And I think you should consider it. But if you can't, at least show up to work every day and bring a sense of gratitude and optimism and a good attitude to work every day, not for your coworkers, but for you and thinking, I got to wake up today. I get to go to work and I have to. Like, There's so many things and there's so much power like you were talking on and the power of optimism um, that those people just live such healthier lives and longer lives and more fruitful lives because you just think on the bright side of life. Um, and I heard a quote recently. There's two quotes that I like. There's one I invented with my buddy, Timmy, and we always said, today could be the day. We would wake up every single day and we were like, yo, today could be the day. Press 24 hours and that's it. You leave it at that. You don't know what could happen today. And that's such a beautiful thing. And somebody heard that and they said, my friend always said, what else could go right? And you're like, wow. You're like, I woke up today. What else could go right? Because the default is like, what else could go wrong? Because you're, you're like, oh, I got stuck in traffic. Oh, my boss got on me about this, X, Y, and Z, all these things. But like, you like can totally look at life in so many scenarios in life. You're looking for the bad, but you can look for the good because it's there. So if you say like, what else could go right? You'll find more blessings coming your way than you didn't realize. Dang, I am inspired on my own podcast here. And I was serious. You said, um, you said today could be the day. And I was like, that would be a good LinkedIn hook. Maybe that'll be my opening for this video. <laughs> Do it. That's okay. I, I, I mean, we, when we were out in LA at the Dream Factory, we graffitied it above the door. It was written in like 12, you know, four foot by 12 foot. It was right there. It says today can be the day. Um, cause you never know what today could bring you. And if you come in with that delusional optimism, it just sends up gratitude. And the fact that you woke up today, like blessings can come your way, but you have to be accepting of them. You have to put out good energy to give it or to get it. So yeah, today could be the day. It's the best thing to wake up and say to yourself and to the people around you. It's, it's, it's so powerful. You don't even realize it. I love that so much. Well, my last question was if there's one thing to walk away with, what's the message? But I mean, you might've just said it today could be the day. I mean, yeah. What else is there to say? Well, that's the word I, you know, I was thinking about my takeaway, my biggest takeaway. And I think it is that passion is not a luxury. It is something that you should be pursuing every single day and it should be part of the decisions that you make every single day. It's not the two week vacation. It's not drinking beers after work. It's not living for the weekend. Thank you so much. I thought this was going to be a good conversation and I was right. If you could share this conversation with one person that needs to hear this message and help me grow the podcast, that would be amazing. I appreciate you all and I'll talk to you next time.